The Evolution Channel is sponsored by Eternal Gold Beauty, the most advanced skincare line in the world. Awaken your skin to aging in reverse at eternalgoldbeauty.com today. You're listening to The Frequency of Creativity with Melinda Har Curley. Welcome everyone to The Frequency of Creativity where we are at the intersection of energy and art. I'm your host, Melinda Har Curley, and to see how I translate energy and light into art, sign up for my newsletter at melindaharcurley.com. Today, we're talking about art as a journey, and I'm so excited to have a talented artist, Jacques as our guest. Welcome, Shaka. Hello, hello, Melinda. It's uh, really nice to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Shaka, when we talk about art as a journey, it, it you know, it's a personal artistic journey is how we as artists explore and transform our ideas and it's the evolution of our art over time. So how would you describe your art as a journey? <laughs> well, there's a one particular statement, one particular thought that I really like to use. And it's a, such an opener, I think, to all of the art. And in particular, art as a journey. Like a lot of the times I get this question over and over and over, like, um, how long did it take you to create this painting? You know, for instance, that's one of the big, biggest questions. How long did it take you to create this painting? And I just uh, find myself just saying usually um, 40 years, you know, that's, that's, been, that's been the journey that led me to this painting. You know, like if uh, some of you artists are, thinking about you know how do i price my artwork or you know how do, do i assess it well that's i think most of the times i think from that point of view you know it really did take me 40 years you know it, it goes all the way back to um you know when i was just starting to look at the world you know when i opened my eyes as a as a child you know and then when i had a an actual conscious thought about my experience right if i saw something or experienced something and I thought, wow, this is warm or wow, this is amazing. You know, what, what, what does that mean for you as an artist in your, in your journey? Right. Um, and, and really opens kind of your eyes to the whole new perception of art as a journey. Right. Yes. So. Uh, we are going to have to take a short break and Shaka, before we do, can you please share with listeners where they can find you? Uh, so my uh, all of my art is on social media at um, Zheka Art. It's Z-H-E-K-A Art. Um, so all the social media, as well as uh, my website, um, Zheka-Art.Weebly.com. Uh, um, again, um, Z-H-E-K-A art right jacka art i'm also i'm also on some of the platforms like like art finder you know those are uh pretty popular um sales websites too 
And I encourage everyone to go to Shaka's website. It is very well done and it will give you an idea of the depth uh, of his work. Uh, please stay with us as we talk so much more with Shaka and about his really interesting uh, art journey. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, Superpower Masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. We're back with the frequency of creativity, where we are at the intersection of energy and art. Shaka, I invited you as a guest on the show because I saw your work in an exhibit and it was very popular and the museum director resonated with your work so much that she commissioned you for a personal piece of her own. And that is such a testament to your work that the museum director commissioned you for a piece. And what you were showing at that time is what you call your relief paintings. And you did carvings into wood and painted them. And what I felt from them I felt that they were very intimate. I felt that they were personal and I felt that they were deeply evocative of emotion. And what really impressed me as well, that they were personal, but yet you touched on themes that everyone could identify with. So can you talk about this as part of your journey and also the discovery of these deeper aspects of yourself that we could relate to. Um, sure, sure. It's a, and um, we're talking about the personal journey. So my personal journey with art, I think, started with uh, stories, you know, with reading stories, with writing stories. So that was always a big passion of mine, big uh, um, catalyst for me from very uh, early age. <clears throat> and I, I think that I apply a lot of the same strategies and a lot of the same ideas uh, to my art as I would to, to writing a story. Um, so it's, it basically, uh, if you like, I, I have the same kind of a setting character, all the main all the main uh, characteristics of a good story, right, in my art. So it's it becomes a visual narrative. And I think that's where, uh, when you were talking about it being universal, I, I think maybe that's where people connect to it because we all really love stories. We all really crave for a good story that has all of the, the, the real components of a really good story. So um, in my journey, I think that's what, where I started. Um, I started thinking, well, how do I entertain myself? Because I, you know, I, I grew up on all the classics and, and I feel like I need a lot of, a lot of stimulation to uh, <laughs> uh, get me excited about a good story. So I started thinking, okay, well, how do I, 
really make it so that it entertains me in the process. You know, how do I combine all the fun, fun parts of a good story so that that emotional charge that you were talking about, that some of the universal themes, you know, of course, are very important, you know, for any story. So that's what I was thinking about. How do I really combine all of them? And then maybe even have an extra dimension to it. That's where the, you know, that's where the sculptural elements come into the canvas, you know, the, uh, the talking about the relief, you know, because really in relief, you can explore the story from a different uh, perspective, from a different perception altogether. Uh, you know, all those negative positive spaces, they become actual, actual uh, portals, you know, into the story kind of when you have recesses, when you have holes, when you have, when you play enough with the relief or texture, you know, it becomes a totally different story then, even if you're creating a portrait, let's say, and use different textures. Um, you know, it, it tells you a totally different story than just a conventional painting would. <clears throat> and I, Zika, I, Zaka, I personally experienced that. And I resonate with everything that you just said. And in your relief paintings, you're creating a whole experience. And I totally agree with what you said. There are different portals to enter the work. And when you have those sculptural elements to it, it expands the experience of the work. And I think it helps as a viewer, there are so many different levels that we can experience the work on. And with the universal themes that you're talking about, the painting grows or the relief grows with us. So as we evolve, the um, relief is right there along with us and can evolve yeah. and grow as we grow. That's, that's great that you mentioned that, that part because that's one of the really the pivotal points for me is to have this, you know, art as a process, right? Process for the mind. Because, I mean, I, I'm a personally... Personally, I believe in this process of change that we go through, you know, basically that when we wake up uh, tomorrow, we are a little bit different, right? And some of us might be a totally new person, you know, when we wake up tomorrow. So the degree of change varies, but I really believe in the process of growth, that we grow every day. And I design my paintings with that same idea in mind, you know, because again, I want to be entertained. I don't want that relationship to stop. I wanted to continue every day with my painting, right? So, so I create this painting today, and I look at it, and it tells me all kinds of wonderful things, all kinds of interesting story, whatever. And then tomorrow I wake up and I look at it, and and I think, well, what changed? What's what's different about this? Is is this difference? Is this change? Is it in me, or is it in the painting? What is happening? You know, this curiosity process starts and you start exploring this painting again and you start finding new things again because, you know, you've changed, you know, because you've you've changed over this period of one day. And now you're looking at this painting with maybe uh, new eyes, right, with today's eyes. So you're starting to experience it a little bit differently. And and that's what I believe about every good story. You know, it it grows with you. You know, it's a kind of like I I like reading and I read some books that I haven't read for 10 years and I look at them with new eyes and new experiences and they, I find new things in them. So basically I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to apply that same strategy to my paintings, but I didn't want to wait 10 years, you know, I wanted to, 
you know, right away. So I'm because I'm by nature, I'm very curious and I like to think about things. And kind of a when I look at those paintings, I sometimes I hang them in places that are, you know, for me, I travel the most so I can look at it again, you know, tomorrow and maybe find <laughs> something, something more to entertain myself with. Yeah, you know. Well, you have become a master at that, and like your work is so interesting. And this this is going to sound so cliche, and I <laughs> I barely want to say it. You know, a picture is worth a thousand words, and in your relief painting that I have a personal experience with, there is a story, and it's just very. Um, impressive to me and I think you're so masterful that you're able to tell a story through a single image that is very effective that we all can access and understand and grow with. Mm -hmm. Now on your website you have a quote that I really like and you say a meaningful art experience is a transformative experience. And then you allude to healing. So, you know, you just explained to us about your entertaining yourself and art is your own discovery and growth. So how does that work in transformation and healing? Well, I guess the simple answer would be metaphysics. <laughs> I'm joking, but but um, there is some sense to it. The uh, you know, like metaphysically, now there there's actually a scientific theory how our thoughts affect our environment, right? The physical environment, you know, thoughts that are just in our heads that actually affect our physical environment, our physical well-being, the physical well-being of people around us. So, so it, when you apply art to that as a transformative experience, right, is something that you breathe life into and it affects the environment that's around us, you know, that's kind of a, a really, that's what it's all about. There are some projects that I've done with um, um, community people that really kind of strengthened my idea with that. When you create something, let's say, uh, you borrow some energy from some um, uh, from some kindergartners or from some um, some grade school kids, right? They create a uh, uh, art project that has nice tactile, beautiful, uh, soft uh, textures that hang down from the ceiling. Just fill the room with that, and they put some positive energy in each texture. Like let's say it's a nice silk string that they hold and put some energy into now then you, you create this whole you take all those silk strings to let's say uh, a retirement community fill the whole room with that right you put a a person uh, from the retirement community in there in the midst of all of that and tell them the story of it right that all those um, grade school kids put their positive thoughts their encouraging thoughts their thoughts of your recovery for you you know all that energy and all those streams just walk through it you know walk through it feel all that energy you know and, and i myself I, I, in situations like that saw that transformation you know saw where you bring that story in for somebody and this person is really feeling it like they're feeling all the love they're feeling all those positive thoughts from all those kindergartners or the the grade schoolers 
that you know and they have that in abundance of course you know but but the real the real miracle the real wonder of it all you know is right on that person's face you know because they're feeling it you know they're feeling it as they're walking through this wonderful waterfall of wellness right that's surrounding them with color and, and just this those beautiful this beautiful feeling so that's when i think about art is really that's what it's all about right you 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 uh have a story you have a narrative and then you have you come to this wonderful discovery as a result of it right as a result of that that process you discover that oh wow wait a minute i have some some beautiful energy all of a sudden flowing through me how did that happen yeah. <laughs> so, and, and a lot of the time, a lot of the time that energy does come from within you too. Like this one, this example I used was uh, just energy that came from outside. But a lot of the time we tap into some, some well that's inside of each one of us, you know, and we discover that energy again as a process, right? Sometimes it's a process that's, uh, you know, kind of a subconscious abstract a little bit. And sometimes it's as, as a result of our thinking, as a result of actually working on it and um, going towards it, that, that journey part that we were talking about. Sometimes it's a very conscious process, right? We use our own strengths, our own skills, our own sense of beauty, whatever it is, to go on that journey and reach that. Yes. Reach, the, reach that destination. And, you know, we're at the intersection of energy and art. So when you start talking about energy, um, that is, you know, what we discuss on this podcast. Um, Jacques, so you know that, and the listeners have heard this many times, that my art studio is a log cabin in a state forest. And before I paint, I meditate and really what I'm doing is kind of aligning myself with the energy of the woods, with the energy of nature. And then I paint from that place. So for me, I feel that I am part of that energy, that I'm not separate. Um, Do you do anything? Do you have any practices to help you? Um, you know, align with a certain energy or to tap into an energy or to go within yourself to bring forth the energy that is within? Do you have any practices that help facilitate that process? Well, um, I mean, personally, I'm just, I'm a little bit crazy myself. I, I, I'm, (laughs) you know, most of the time I'm just kind of a, uh, like the boiling pot, you know, all those ideas are just there. They've been there for so long that they, they all trying to come out, you know? So there's, you know, there's a acceptable, uh, there, there's some, um, you know, how they talk about writers saying that, uh, right. All each writer is a, a socially acceptable form of schizophrenia, you know? So, <laughs> so, so basically I have all those voices in my head, all those ideas, just trying to, to fight, you know, to trying to come out, which one's going to come out first and so on and so forth. So, so I, I just kind of a struggle myself. I just struggle mostly with just, uh, um, you know, taking an idea and just going with it 
to the finish, you know, because there's just always something else is trying to come at me. So, but what you were describing, I really like because you were talking about a process. It's almost like a, you were talking about a meditation, you know, a prayer. And I, I really like that concept in itself. I, I really do, um, you know, as a story itself, you know, how the cave paintings, you know, there's theory that the cave paintings are, are a form of prayer, you know, where the, the hunters would go there and pray to those, you know, cave paintings and, and visualize their, you know, their, their, their hunt, visualize their, their, um, uh, their prize, right? This huge buffalo or whatever it is. And in itself, that's the transformation part, right? That they would visualize it and then they would get it, you know, because, you know, back then it was almost impossible to get anything like that. But, but, but because they believed, they believed in this art, you know, they visualized it. That's really, you know, they believe what helped them get that prize. So, so I really like how you described that, you know, kind of our, um, your eyes on the prize process, how you, you visualize what you want, almost like you think about it and then, and then you get it right. You get yourself into that mood, you know, um, I'm, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I, I have to just work, you know, to get myself there. So like once I start working, you know, and I, I don't believe in inspiration. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but you know, a lot no. of people are going to be, a lot of people are going to be like, Oh, what? But anyways, for me, for That's me, That's why like, we have you here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an old guy, you know, I'm an old guy at it. I've been, you know, I've been through that whole process, you know, which I, I was inspired. Of course there were times, but, but that's just uh, that's setting yourself up for failure, you know, because I mean, you just work, you know, you start working and then it just hits you, you know what I mean? And then it's like, and then it's that, you know, the hunt that I'm describing, you know, that you're in the spirit, you're in it, you're feeling it. You're the colors are, you know, deeper, brighter, all the, the thoughts are just on the, that beautiful edge. And, and so all of a sudden you're in it, you're in this environment where you're chasing that story and you're feeling all of it. So, so really for me, I, I find that that's the best way to get to it. Just start, um, start working, you know, okay. even if I'm not feeling it, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, there's, you're having problems or you're in pain or, you know, you're having all kinds of issues. So, so even when I'm not feeling it, I, I get into it. And then all of a sudden all the problems disappear. My pain disappears. My issues sort of, uh, you know, take a backseat. And this wonderful, um, you, you kind of step into this wonderful world that that you are responsible for, that you are creating and discovering at the same time. So that's really is where I'm always vacillating at between uh, the uh, the journey and the destination, right? The, in this active process of actually, um, you know, where I want to be and how I'm getting there, you know, because... Uh, to me, really, that's the most important part is is living it, is is doing it, you know, versus reaching that destination. You know. And that comes through in your work. And do you how do you feel what you just described, this whole process of, you know, just doing it, just working and letting any kind of issues or challenges and working through that? Do you feel that energy is embodied in your work? Sure, sure. Yeah, it's always a, um, a two-way street, if I may just, you know, because a lot of your energy goes into the piece, 
But then because what you created, you know, that cave painting, you know, the, it, it's magical. It gives you that um, magical ability to also tap into it and it gives you energy back. You know, it gives you that mm-hmm. um, the energy that you need for the hunt, right? Or what uh, um, the energy that you need for, for life, you know, for the discovery. So, so it is a relationship, you know, you're kind of a connected to a piece of art and you have that relationship that, you know, you're both contributing to each other's well-being, you know, and, and, and you know, for, for me, it's a lot of entertainment too, because I, I get caught into it just like I would be in a good story sometimes. And, and I keep kind of going along that path, you know, just thinking about different aspects of it. So, so it's a lot of, also a lot of entertainment for me and a lot of that positive um, thoughts, you know, that come out of it. Mm-hmm. Even if, uh, even if it, like a lot of times people say that my paintings are dark, right? And, and it is true, you know, I use a lot of dark colors and, and all that. But, you, you know, I feel like there would be, there wouldn't be me, you know, there wouldn't be any discovery, there wouldn't be any positive energy, you know, um, if I left all the dark out of it. And the dark is is just uh, the adversity, you know. The dark is is the obstacles, you know. The dark is the chaos of everyday life. Uh, you name it. It's a it's a nice metaphor, you know. The dark is the adversary of every um, every book, right? But you got to remember that the dark, the obstacle, the adversity is there for a good reason, you know. Because I mean, without that. We would just be that, you know, cardboard cutout, just, you know, smiling at everything, you know, what would be the point of it, right? Mm-hmm. Just, there would be no point to any, anything, to any of your achievements, to any of the beauty, you know, if there wasn't um, that adversity, if there wasn't that chaos in your life, you know? And even though you say, you know, some people say that your paintings are dark, there's always the hope. Always. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a sliver, there's always the hope. Yeah. And yeah. even at a small amount, there's always the positive. And there's uh, always just that like glimmer that. of light. Always. I like that. I like that. And I and I really like I like that you said about the hope because I really stretch it out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like hope is nonlinear. You know, it's not just, you know, doesn't go just one way, you know. Yeah. Um so once you latch onto it, you can stretch it out, stretch it out, even if it's a, a tiny glimmer of it, you know, you can hold on to it, you know, and, and it will get you out. Whatever it is, it yes. will. You know, that's the point. Like the whole idea of this focus, right? In the dark of the night, you focus on that one point of hope, right? And it will lead you out, you know, because eventually, eventually it's gonna get bigger, it's gonna get wider, you know, and then, then it's gonna be all bright as day, right? You right. just you just have to sometimes walk towards it to, to, you know, to make that journey, you know, again, you know, we're talking about journey, uh, you know, that's your guiding star, you know, no matter how tiny it is, as long as you're focused on it, as long as you're aware where it's at, you know, it's going to guide you right out of whatever it is, whatever adversity um, is happening. There, you know? And Chaka, you are a teaching artist. And how does that energy and working with kids, how does that affect your art and being around that open joy and happiness? How does that inform your work? 
Well, you got to slow down with open joy and happiness because <laughs> because one of one of my favorite uh, groups are, are teenagers. So there's a okay. There's not much open joy and happiness there, <laughs> but 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 I totally appreciate it because they're amazing. They're at this pivotal point of self discovery, you know, and, and that's why there's not so much joy and happiness sometimes because they're going through a difficult time. You know, they're building themselves. They're creating themselves. They're going through this period of adversity, perhaps too. You know, and, and that's why they're so insightful. They're they're amazing. You know, they have so much insight, so many great ideas. They're so expressive. They're not, you know, afraid to to put it out there. You know, because because of that breaking point, because they're going through some some hard times. You know, and, and creating themselves as an individual, as a person. So that's the that's the beauty of it and really a lot of times i'm just myself you know very uh fascinated by their stories and, and you know they they create much better stories than i do so you know they're they're just amazing what they come up with and how they perceive the world you know because you know they they didn't have enough time yet to be kind of a shut down by the world you know to be in this mm-hmm. box that we you know to tend to put ourselves in you know, while we're in the society so they still think that they can you know, do everything. So that's, that's kind of the great part of it that I, I really see so many beautiful, inspiring stories that are just pure joy and beauty, you know. And then um, you're also a family based mental health counselor. So what we go as we're going through your journey, there, everything is so integrated. When I hear you talk about the kids, when I hear you talk about your own personal experience, how your work is a visual narrative, and then this is just one more piece that fits into this integrated whole. So can you talk about being a counselor? Well, I, I must say that Unfortunately, I'm no longer a family-based counselor. That that okay. was my that was my passion for for many years, and, and I loved it, and I still do. You know, I still find myself going back there. But right now, I'm just uh, I'm not able to uh, to do this. So I'm a full-time artist right now. But um, I'm I'm still hoping to come back to counseling. But uh, I'm just not able right now um, to to uh, to do it. So. But uh, however, you know, the journey itself, again, um, you know, when working as a a mental health counselor, um, what you look at, right, always, just like in my art, I find it, you know, is you look at that strength, you look at that beauty, you look at the, you know, that hope that people have, right? And a lot of times it's, it's the, you know, the worst kind of situations, but but you meet people on that level of beauty and hope. You, you meet people on that little um, um, place that they're standing, right? Kind of teetering above the abyss, you know. You meet people there, and, and, and then, you, you know, you move from there towards the light. You know, you move from there towards safety, towards, you know, develop more of that inspiration, beauty, you know, uh, competency, whatever it is that that's going to support a person through their journey. Right. And sometimes it's their journey through the the dark of the night, but you know, and you just have to be there 
finding those little glimmers of hope to to get them through. But but again, the uh, at the end of it all, uh, again, I was really really uh, amazed and, and you know to find how really strong um, and resilient people are. They you know they're survivors. You know people still you know th- there's so much going on in their lives, so much pain and chaos, and they're still. Um, you know, hoping they're still clinging to the beauty, to the inspiration. They're clinging to love. Um, you know, so so much out there. If we really look at those positives, you know, so much inspiration there, and so much joy, and just wonder. You know, and that's what I really try to focus on in, in my, you know, both as a therapist and as an artist. Well, you might not you might not be officially a licensed counselor now but I assert that you're a counselor in your art and everything that you've just said, that's what is in your art, the hope, the glimmer, the inspiration that facing, you know, a dark night that yes, you can do this and your counseling and the energy of that positivity comes through so strongly in your work. And I'm so sorry, we're out of time. This was fascinating. And before we leave, Shaka, can you please share with our listeners one more time where they can find you? Uh, sure thing. Um, and thank you so much again for, for having me here. This was beautiful. I, I really love it how, you know, we're just talking and having a nice conversation. Yes. Uh, uh, but again, my uh, my art is Zheka Art. It's Z-H-E-K-A Art. And my website is Zeka Art, Z-H-E-K-A-Art at Weebly.com. And I'm also on social media as Zeka Art, Z-H-E-K-A Art. And on some platforms like, uh, like ArtFinder as well. And so thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being with us. Um, Thank you, listeners, for being with us as well and joining us on the frequency of creativity where we are at the intersection of energy and art. To see how I translate energy and light into art, sign up for my newsletter at melindaharcurley.com. Today, walk in the discovery of yourself. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.